0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too.
1: What a huge return and angle from last night's AEW Dynamite. Kenny Omega's music is back from New Japan.
2: Well, it sort of made its return at a Wrestle Kingdom, didn't it? Yeah, but it? that's that's New Japan. That's uh, not technically a return. He just went back there, it was waiting for him. I suppose, yeah, but now this it's is, well then it kind of returned here. you
1: right, it's a debut. It's a debut. That screws up my segue though and <laughs> joke, because what we're really talking about is Brian Danielson returning after the Kenny Omega Jeff Cobb match. Uh and turned heel. I'm Ollie Davis. I'm joined by Luke Owen, DAD, welcome to the AEW Dynamite review episode of WrestleTalk Podcast. If you haven't already, please press the thumbs up button, give us a subscribe, leave a comment down below with your thoughts on Dynamite, and send in your Omega chats to wrestletalk.com forward slash support to tell us how excited you are for the story. There's a story here. What is the story? It's a whodunit story.
2: So the point I was going to make earlier Mm. is this whole Danielson turned heel. We've even got that as the title of this episode. Brian Danielson Ah. heel turn. Brian Danielson turned heel on Kenny Omega. (coughs) Daniel dragon heel turn, that thumbnail says. He has been listed as a heel internally like all year. That's a good point. Even during the MJF feud, he was listed internally on the run sheets as on the heel side. When he, when we were saying he was a babyface last year, he was always coming out of the heel tunnel when they used to have the split entrances.
1: No one cares about the tunnels. So
2: he's effectively always been heel and never turned babyface. We just cheered him.
1: This is what I love. It's <laughs> totally consistent with Brian Danielson's character. It didn't feel like, oh, he's, this is a big turn. It's like, oh yeah, he be-
2: it was just that Max was more of a dickhead. But well, he just wanted to prove that he was the best wrestler in the world. And to do that, he was going to win the title and, and expose Max. That's not exactly a babyface thing to do. The only real like babyface moment you could say was in that match is when he geared up and started doing the yes chant mm-hmm. before doing the mm-hmm. psycho knee. That's pretty much about it. I,
1: even the end of that match where he tapped out because he prioritised his family in that moment over wrestling in the ring. That's a babyface little emotion point, but that's that could also be for a heel. Kevin yeah. Owens used to use his family as justification for his heelish actions. Although that wasn't a heelish action. I just it's a it's it makes total sense. It does make total sense. And when he came down, so it was at the end of this great Kenny Omega Jeff Cobb match. The Bucks had been taken out the previous week. Uh hangman page and Don Callis were taken out on the show earlier. Don
2: Callis. We'll get we'll get into Don in a little bit, but I yeah. love that little bit that they had. <coughs>
1: And the, the the blade job. <laughs> yep. It's a Moxley segment. Someone's gonna bloody bleed. And then you had this match. So Kenny Omega, victorious after beating Jeff Cobb, Jeff Cobb Thanos is away, and the Blackpool Combat Club surround the ring. And Danielson's music hit. And but it was a it was weird, like the the tron didn't play, it was just the music. So I was like, is he? is he coming is this just a distraction and then he turns up runs down tells blackpool combat club to stand down it was
2: almost like he was and i think that's why this feels like a heel turn Mm. because it was almost played out like a heel turn for someone who never actually turned babyface in the first place because he came down and looked like he was trying to save omega stave off his former stablemates from attacking him helped omega up and it was like me and you we'll fight these guys off second omega's back is turned Runs at him through psycho knee, lays him out, lapel lock, and all the others getting kicking him while he's in the Bell lock. He was at one point just grabbing him by the nose and just reaching up while flexing. Oh, it was rad. Yeah, it
1: was proper old school Danielson heel where he'd on purposely beat people while doing the, the arms yeah. pose. Uh, so there was a beauty, yeah, it was wonderfully played out um, because the crowd. All went, oh I, th- oh, I thought you were going to turn. Well, that's cool. We want to see Danielson and Omega together. That's also okay. So they, they'd invested in that. Meanwhile, I'm at home screaming, turn on him! Turn on him! Omega goes to fight one of them off from the apron. And so my cat does this thing where she'll be all chill, you know, just chilling like that, mm-hmm. being a cat. Yeah. And then kill mode. <laughs> just ch- changes like that. And in the kill mode, she'll do this. Now, uh, audio listeners won't, be able to see what I'm about to do, but video people
3: will.
2: Right. Okay. So uh, I I don't know how to tell you this. You, your cat is not in kill mode. Um, you have told me stories recently about how your cat, uh, house keeps getting yeah, surrounded by it keeps getting surrounded by male cats. Uh, she's charging up to you, pounce. She, she's charging up to to, <sighs> to have sex with men cats <clears throat> or women cats. But it seems to be men cats because they're the ones that are surrounding they're the ones that are surrounding the house and going. Mmm. And she's inside, tr- like trying to trigger your cat flap to let the other cat in, <laughs> so they can come in and have sex with her. Just have a
1: giant gangbang on my floor, so the kitchen like, floor. When, when you're
2: saying she's in kill mode, she's like, "There's a man around. There's a man cat around." I see your point, <laughs> but this is a, a,
1: a cat thing that cats do. They shake the booty before they pounce. Before they, before they have sex. That's what Danielson was doing. He just suddenly started to shake his booty. To power up the running knee. Are you saying that Danielson was in heat? Uh, maybe. He, he was putting he was, the message out there to Claudio and to Wheeler and to Lux. Good heat, brother. <laughs> he was working the ass. <laughs> anyway, he turned on him. But it was so good. Like, I, I wrote in my review that hasn't gone out yet, by the way. Uh, YouTube has some processing issues. So.
2: Yeah, it's not just us.
1: You probably won't get the on demand version of this for a while, but thanks for watching live. We think that's okay. We can see chats coming through. Oh yeah, people are watching this episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh But the
2: what was I going to say? I don't know. You're, you're, you're <laughs> so distracted by doing your little the sexy cat, the, dance. The cat butt wiggle. At least, well, you know. Well, now we know what you're like on a Friday night. Twerking. Yeah you're, you're, you're about a, a bottle and a half of uh, a red border. Prosecco, <laughs> bitch juice, they <we> call it. <laughs> Bit of lady petrol. (laughs) You've sunk it down with the most pink (laughs) GT. And you're like, oh,
1: oh. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Thank you. Thank you for stalling. When Dominic Mysterio, we we all knew it was going to happen at Clash at the Castle, everyone at our live watch party, and we're all like, kick your dad, kick your dad. And he kicked him in the balls, and it was the one of the best moments of the year in wrestling. I was I was actually saying out loud to my laptop screen this morning, 7 a.m. downstairs in my living room, that the light's not even coming through the shutters yet. I'm just like, turn heel, turn heel, turn heel. And he turned heel. I was so happy. Seeing Blackpool Combat Club like we've been fantasy booking the last couple of weeks, those four together, those three with Danielson. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, The stars are
2: aligning. I know, but now Matt Jackson's hurt. Hmm. And that's I don't I really hope that this storyline does not suffer from Matt Jackson is legit injured. Uh, he is apparently as well trying to put off surgery because if he gets surgery, he's out of action for like seven, eight months.
1: Bicep tail.
2: Bicep tail or something. Yeah, so he's on the shelf currently. So, you know, they did the angle last mm. week to write both of them off, which I think they probably would have done anyway, because it's part of this story that, you know, the Blackpool Combat Club are targeting the elite. But this is supposed to be building to the elite versus Blackpool Combat Club versus Dark Order in (laughs) Blood and Curse. It's not.
1: (laughs) Just 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 again for audio only listeners who would have missed my face (laughs) there. It's not. And it shouldn't.
2: But it's going to be. Fine
1: episode of TV. (laughs) (laughs)
2: I'm
1: not not at the favor view.
2: But like, so that's what I feel like we're building to. You know, especially Double or Nothing it's the home mm. of anarchy in the arena and all that sort of stuff. So it feels like that's what we're trying to head towards. But yeah, Matt Jackson being on the shelf really does put up a bit of a, a stumbling block in that somewhere because I'm now, I want to see yeah. the Elite on the same page. I've now got Blackpool Combat. I've <coughs> all four of them on the same side once again. Utah Claudio, Moxley, and Danielson. So cool. So cool. I'm so excited. I now am so excited to see Kenny back on side with Paige, and Paige with the young bucks and all four of them fighting from the same corner. I, I, I want it so bad now.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, but unfortunately life sometimes gives you lemons. And I, I if I've learned anything from an AEW last three years, last four years mm-hmm. uh, being a fan and just like, you know, you study how things book, get booked. You cannot just pause major storylines yeah. and take away all the momentum because someone gets injured yeah because this has been one of the main things that derail the momentum in AEW over the last couple of years yeah it's just tony's got a plan the plan can't happen right now because of an injury okay everything's on pause for 8 months and then we pick it up and the moment's gone can't do the trio's
2: title's got to wait till kenny's back
1: so if matt is injured uh, that's that and he can't make it back. That sucks so hard. But you cannot
2: risk not doing it. I'd put Takeshita in there. Evil Uno. <laughs> oh, I suppose you can't put him in, because he's going to be on the third team <laughs> in this match. But yeah, Takeshita's a good a good second John option. Don Callis. <laughs> oh, hey, he's he's a Survivor Series competitor. Yeah, the he's jackal. got he's got experience <laughs> in these sort of multi man matches.
1: One thing I wanted to ask was that a lot of this story has been the who done it. You know, who? Obviously, Blackpool Combat Club took out the Young Bucks. Obviously, they attacked Kenny at the end of last week. Obviously, they attacked Kenny here. But there's this question like, yeah, but who's telling the Blackpool Combat Club to do that? I speculated last week it's Don Callis because Don Don seems to be wanting to split Kenny away from his elite friends to make Kenny the best bout machine version of himself which is definitely the best version. Not really a heel storyline. Yeah, well, this is Don callis Roger <laughs> storyline where he's right. <laughs> yes, yes. And he is. And he's correct. All the time. Uh, but I... I've lost my thought again.
2: Do you want to shake your butt? Did that one?
1: <laughs> I think it's because it was my birthday last night and we, we had... We're not used to late nights. No, we had,
2: well, we played a couple of board games.
1: <laughs> Still we- left at 10.
2: <laughs> you finally get him to laugh. It's y'all. a weekday. It was a weekday. It was a Wednesday night. It's maybe. a school night. We've well, we done quiz or mania I've got it. I've got it back. got
1: uh, Who is telling the Blackpool Combat Club what to do? Because Blackpool Combat Club beat up Don here. Uh, he bl- like he, he legitimately busted himself open. I would say that writes him out of being the person pulling the strings. So is Danielson the person who's pulling the strings? Or is this is there a you know, the network
2: above them? CM Punk. Well maybe. <laughs> I don't think it's Punk. <laughs> <laughs> but could you imagine though, if it's Punk? He's who's the one guy who hates the elite more than anyone else? Let me
1: make a note for tomorrow's news headline.
2: <laughs> but but yeah, I- do you think it was Danielson? This yeah, was the I, reveal of Danielson being the puppet master. I don't know if it's he, revealing he's the puppet master. I feel like this is just Combat Club just doing Combat Club things. This mm. isn't a Who Done It. It's but maybe it sort of is as well because when Hangman was being interviewed backstage, they were like, "Who do you think attacked the Young I It's like, "Well, of course it was Blackpool Combat Club." I'm pretty sure that's we're all we're all thinking it's them, right? Like they but, came out later, yeah, and effectively
1: all, confirmed it.
2: Yeah, but like maybe they are doing a Who Done It storyline, but it's a storyline where. The people who are being attacked think they know the answer, but there is actually a how power
1: mm. at the top of mm. all of this. The Howard power being
2: well, it was Raven Vince McMahon it was uh, the original Hower power he's behind the scenes in both <laughs> companies now if it's raven. <laughs> <laughs> The weirdest reveal. It's like, oh,
1: okay. He's Come in right. MLW. He's got a faction in MLW. I know,
2: but I, that faction's very different to Blackpool Combat. That's a company Tony hasn't worked with yet. Um, even though MLW just keep mentioning them in lawsuits and oh, stuff. It's QT Marshall. Ah, it's That's next, who it it's, is. Q, it's the QTV expansion, QTV2. Uh,
1: well, let, let us know what you think, Mods. If you could grab a couple of answers, if people are either saying, well, it's da- Danielson, they're just like a lone faction down there, fully yeah, complete. Yeah, I
2: mean, people are thinking it's still Callus. Yes. You know, he took the fall because he's learned from the best. Callus is trying to throw us off. It's a red herring. Yeah,
1: yeah, the blood red herring. Well, let's talk about
2: the the other parts
1: of the night that tie into this story, because it... This dynamite was so well structured. This reminded me of the, the golden dynamites uh, mid pandemic because they really gave time and substance and multiple segments to the same arc all in one condensed period. So the, the opening half hour was all four pillars, world title stuff. The second half hour was pretty much all Blackpool Combat Club elite. Uh, you have Blackpool Combat Club. Let me just get these in order, actually. Have you got them?
2: Uh, I have, yeah. Well, it starts off with Marvez interviewing Kenny and Don Callis. This was one of my favorite segments on the whole show. Because one of the things that came up from last week, the conversations last week was, well, surely Kenny will just know mm. that Don Callis faked the bump from Hangman. And there were sort of two schools of argument against that. One of which was, it's pro wrestling these sorts of things happen. B... Kenny is very explicit kayfabe. He does not watch the shows back. So he would not have seen that Don Callis did this. I thought they actually did it option C, which mm. was no one had thought of and is so much better. Callis apologizes. Callis said, look, I grabbed him by the wrist. He's much bigger and stronger by me. I didn't see it coming and I fell over and I, I'm, I need to go and apologize to him. But Kenny, I must ask you, why did you think that your friend would have attacked me? planting that seed into Kenny to be like, yeah, you do think that, don't you? Because that is the sort of thing that Hangman would do yeah. to me. So smart. Oh, it's great. Really, really, it's really, good. really good. And even when he later went up to apologize to to Hangman, like Hangman could see through it. Like Kenny can't see through Callus, mm. but Hangman was like, I don't buy it. Yeah. Like, I don't believe this whatsoever. Even though it looked like he was going to go over the handshake to be like, maybe, maybe we can work something else. Uh,
1: in, the, in between the Hangman uh, bit and that, Kenny segment you had Dalton Castle and the boys yes please coming down for their six-man tag <laughs> I love their entrance I can't wait till Dalton does the peacock thing now oh, those damn Blackpool Comeback Club lads yep. They attacked him in the entrance and a rare 100% squash is a total squash pinned one of the boys mm. John Moxley choked out Dalton on the outside mm, actual in-ring match probably went 30 seconds Claudio, was it an uppercut and then a power bomb? Power bomb, yeah. Like a one-handed power bomb, just lifted whichever boy it was, smashed him up and floor, down, pinned him dead clean. One, two, three, and it was a total, total
2: squash match. Made them look like absolute killers. Yeah, it was a great, very effective squash match,
1: and got the right kind of heat from me because I was like, "How dare you do that <laughs> to the boys in Dalton?" Uh, so, you, and then they like walk off through the, the crowd. They are, they are such cool bullies.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because they are—they're definitely bullies. Yeah, they're badass bullies. I think they're more badass. I don't think they're Been cool. Bu- I don't yeah. think they're bullies. I think they're bullies. Maybe because they keep beating up people. Yeah, but like bullies have a reason for beating people up. And maybe, maybe the Blackpool Combat Club do. Danielson did what, what he was when he was wailing on Kenny. He did keep saying, "Like you are what's wrong with professional wrestling." Where is the story? <laughs> If that is part of this, it'd be amazing. <laughs> like you just have these dream matches for no reason. Where was the story for yeah, that? Yeah. I would love that <laughs> so much. But yeah, maybe like that is their reasoning for it. Maybe they are bullies. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got Kenny
1: Omega versus Jeff Cobb. No, we didn't. We got the video packages of those, which I thought were really good. Both of the Kenny and Hangman stuff from last week, and telling us who Jeff Cobb is. Great production work. This felt like a lot of thought. Had gone into how the viewers, mainstream viewers or people just flicking around, would catch up with storylines and things. And then yeah, then we get Dom going to shake Hangman's hand. Uh, and they're jumped. Hangman is jumped by the Blackpool Combat Club, and you're like, ah, oh, okay. So
2: Don is in cahoots with them. He's standing there, hands still out shaking. He was trying to go for trying to shake hands with John Moxley. And John Moxley waffled him something hard.
1: And this shot played out in the perfect way where someone would blade. John Moxley wax him, Don goes down, camera goes back up to Moxley, Moxley looks down at him, camera comes back down, Don bleeding, looking into the camera. It is such a blade job. Although that's not what happened, Don actually struck his head on a lighting rig reportedly yeah. as he flew over. And being the best person in wrestling was like, okay <laughs> camera 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 right into the camera showed his bloody face
2: yeah and tony was uh kept overnight in hospital <clears throat> yeah, to get stitches the uh i think brian Alfred has apparently described the the gash on his head like he'd been hit with a hatchet oh.
1: wow um but then yeah then then you cut to tony shivani telling kenny about what had just happened and he's like using the stuff that Callas told him last week, I must focus on my match. Yeah, And then he comes out to the... I know I made a joke about it earlier with the New Japan Bullet Club entrance music, but I think that's a huge storyline character beat because Kenny is reverting back to that gimmick. Yeah. I thought it... I This whole half hour, characters, the returns, the angles...
2: Yeah, I love it. So good. This mm. is what AEW has been missing. Every you know, All those times last year, we were like, what is... AEW's missing something. Something's, like Not everything is firing on all cylinders. It's the elite. They, that is what it was missing. They were missing Kenny. They were missing the Bucks. They were missing Paige. And focus on them as the top stars in the company.
1: I would also add, though, Blackpool Combat Club. Yeah, true. Um, because they were, they were the best thing in wrestling for three months. And then you're like, oh, oh it's still... Still feuding Still with, feud with Jericho. Okay, yeah. okay. Oh, and that that lasted through to August. Yeah. Oi. Yeah, it did go a slightly too long. So, like, they have they've been freed up, and you've got this storyline where it's just
2: everyone's a star it looks so cool and omega. this was a great match as well omega and cobb mm. for the mm. uh, iwgp united states championship uh, very good promos from cobb as well like beforehand in the video package to kind of tell you if you've not seen jeff cobb before this is who this guy is and i popped huge for kenny coming out to devil sky it was so so great and then they had this great sequence built around snapdragons mm-hmm. and like kenny just doing all of these snapdragons and stuff and then jeff just pops up out of one and just lariats him so hard it was great yeah
1: really good match we also got uh, a fight forever is coming soon graphic
2: did make me pop when soon <laughs> pre-order now
1: is this the In new beer console <laughs> 2K23 is so much fun we're playing it and uh, every lunch break you're doing Monday Night War mm-hmm. I just I, I, what is 2023? <laughs> AEW's meant to be the best product with the best game and here I am saying I'm, I, I can't wait for Wrestlemania I'm playing a 2K23
2: game yeah it's a good game though
1: yeah it's so good it's a, good, it's a really fun game Um, but yes overall fantastic stuff uh, love it
3: And sign up today at cerebral.com/slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for
0: details. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more.
1: Should we see what people are saying in the Omega chats? Restort.com forward slash supports. get your opinions in. Kevin says, I love that Brian woke up after Revolution and said, oh yeah, that's right. I'm in the BCC. What are they up to? Beating up Paige and Omega? That works for me. Sign me up. Yeah, he went home, saw Bree Bella
2: for a little bit and was like, yeah, this is fine, but what's what's John doing? Yeah, oh, a bit bored. <laughs>
1: He's, like, there for two days you know, being a family man. Oh. much on a
2: little bit of celery. What else could I do? Tastes like flesh. This doesn't taste like my foot in someone's
1: face. <laughs> uh, Kevin again says, Brian said when he was injured before Forbidden Door that he wasn't going to reveal his replacement and then said, come on, guys, I'm still a bad guy. I come from the heel tunnel. So maybe he was always a heel. That explains the comments about
2: MJF's mum. This is what uh, has been reported as well. Will Washington has been, like, yeah, I mean, it's presented as a heel turn, but he's been a heel internally for months and months and months now. Nathan Colley says,
1: When Brian came out, I immediately thought of a heel turn. Don explaining last week was so much better than I thought. Has Don realised he can't split the elite, or is he leading Blackpool Combat Club? This was AEW sum, So, Gen like, that awesome.
2: Jam. Yeah, that, jam. that was our old four out of five rating. Back mm. in
1: the day. I would, I would, I don't know. It's still, it's still possible. Yeah, the but do- Don would do that to get hit in the face to throw people off the scent. It's a sort it's a very Don move. Mm-hmm. But I just I, I don't see how you then reveal it like, haha, I paid them to hit me in the
2: face. I paid them to send me into hospital. Yeah. Well, you know, it's really he's got one thing in mind. It's not so much about Blackpool Combat Club taking out the elite, it's just Kenny being a single star. Yeah. That's all he wants is Kenny to be the best bout machine. So if he could take those hits, show Kenny that you do not need the young bucks, you do not need Hangman Page, you don't even really need me mm. by your side to be the best bout machine. I think you would take those. You would take those licks for it.
1: You really go the psychotic. I did it for you, Kenny, yeah. to make you the best you can be. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, Charles Berg not
2: walking through Shibuya really depressed with a backpack (laughs) on
1: Charles Berg now I Charles Berg who stands at six foot four and is worth over a hundred million dollars I'm not one to lie so i looked look good but I knew Daniel was turning on Omega the moment they are in the ring together which also means that Max broke Daniel so bad he turned evil Mm. oh that's a good point like MJF is the demon Finn Bat no the Bray Wyatt of uh, AEW, yep. Bone Saw Buck eight two three says, "Adrenaline in my soul." Brian with a turn on Careneo, great segment. Love when Dynamite ends with a shock and awe finish. Keep up the good work, guys. Why well, didn't end, end with, with that? Yeah, with mean, the first hour
2: <laughs> ended with that.
1: Ended with Adam Cole selling for twenty minutes.
2: Yeah, we'll get to that yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm just Marcus Ollie please never do that again <laughs> I came in just as you were doing that now my problem with this is does heel turn feel a bit too soon after his emotional babyface promo post MJF
2: or maybe it was just it was there all along here's what I say to you Marcus and Nathan Cooley adds, if Matt is out injured, they have a freshly returned Adam Cole baby or free agent Jay White. They could both use eyes. Uh, they could both use, but uh, both have history with the elite. So it would make sense for the story. Cole is there. That's true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, or Matt Hardy. Yeah, he's always like last time. He's <laughs> always, <laughs> always an option. Always ready. <laughs> always willing. Uh, let's get on with the
1: rest. Oh, there's a couple oh, of a couple oh, more there?
2: here. Jim uh, says, "I was so upset when Blackpool Combat Club attacked Castle and the boys. I don't pay attention to pre-announced matches, so pot massively when their entrance started, <laughs> and then boom! Blackpool Combat Club ruined my night. Ninety-seven percent show for me overall." Uh, and an unknown username apologize uh, apologies rather stream labs uh, are <coughs> losing usernames it's a known issue they say they're looking into it but this shows that they're not uh <laughs> say hey guys love the pod do you reckon they could do a little bullet club reunion thing bringing adam cole to help the elite i think it would work then once it ends goes into so many different other stories also ollie uh, you have to give me your hair transplant advice have you had one I don't know what he's talking about. Uh,
1: Adam Cole will not be available for the rest of the year because he is feuding with Jericho now, yeah. unfortunately. Uh, and a hair transplant, um, I d- it all, all depends where you live. I would not advise going abroad for it. Uh, I don't know about American ones, although Bosley, we were sponsored by, they seem to be very good at giving mm-hmm. advice. Uh, I got it done at the Hair Regrowth Center, but they've got a few over the UK. But send in an email to support at com, and I, I'll try give you some more details Uh, and the chat consensus according to the moderators is don callus is still behind the backpool combat club by a large margin
2: yeah i get that i get that feel Mm. oh my Know, my, my notes have disappeared. Yeah, my notes disappeared as well. But this show kicked off with Jungle Boy versus Matt Hardy, and I really like that. Last week's opener was Darby. This week's opener is Jungle Boy. Maybe next week we'll have something Sam related. Although Sammy's wrestling on Rampage against Action mm-hmm. and Ready, so maybe that's sort of like the Sammy bit. Yes, yeah. but it was about that Four pillar storyline with MJF. This is why I thought last week they should have given Darby the win. Like I don't know, it's grand for Sting and everything, but. I'd have given Darby the yeah. win there. So you can get Darby gets a win here. Jungle Boy gets a win here. Uh, whatever happens with Sammy in Action Andrade on Rampage, it was going to happen there? And but I like that this was a showing for Jungle Boy. He'd be a ring veteran in Matt Hardy. He Matt Hardy did everything he could to make Jungle Boy look good, even though Jungle Boy doesn't need a lot of help in that regard. And then he got to cut a really good promo afterwards with MJF.
1: I like the match. Yeah, it wasn't Orange Cassidy, which felt a bit weird because Dynamite's always open with Orange Cassidy matches now. Yeah, but the yeah the the Matt Hardy stuff. He I thought he wrestled quite well even before the Ethan Page interference. Hook took out Ethan Page. Ethan Page accidentally clocked Matt Hardy, and then it went into like quite a nice minute, two minute long sequence between Matt Hardy and Jungle Boy. So good match in and of itself. Yeah. But yeah, MJF comes. We we had Sammy and Darby backstage watching on as well. Keeping yeah. this four pillars thing spinning.
2: Yeah, really like that. And I, they told a story. You know, this was serving two masters as well here because you were doing the four pillar <laughs> stuff, but also more of this firm stuff. There's no Stokely Hathaway around mm-hmm. because of what happened with Hook last week. And Matt was like, he was—they were putting over on commentary. He seems to be quite enjoying his time in the firm at the moment. Like him and Ethan Page are getting on like quite well because they've been doing lots of probably had like twelve matches on Dark or <laughs> something. And but then Ethan Page was trying to offer advice or trying to interfere, and every time he was doing it, it was bad advice, and the interference was not really working. It's not really what Matt wanted. And then you're right when the hook came out to stop them, Ethan Page accidentally, accidentally clocked Matt. So more dissension within the firm as well. If that's a story you're into. <laughs> If that's what you're into. into. <laughs> uh,
1: Jungle Boy's got a new finisher. Mm. Run, no snare trap here. Running Lariat to the back of the head. I think he's done this before. It's oh, new to me.
2: I'm pretty sure. Pretty really? Lovely. I think so. I mean, I was very wrong on the predictions video yesterday when I did the whole Gangrel thing. Mm. Uh, it turns out I what I was thinking of was Gangrel made his entrance with the Young Bucks. Where, in, when? In, in their feud with the Hardys. They did a deal on Rampage where Gangrel did the entrance with him and they did like a rude entrance. Oh, okay.
1: That's what I was... Back when Rampage mattered.
2: (laughs) Uh, So out comes MJF afterwards.
1: And, you know, he's just great MJF. This promo segment went like 10, 12 minutes. I've seen some people say it's a bit too long. I I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I do not think this is long. You've You've got loads of other long matches
2: on this show. I felt this was exactly the length it needed to be. Particularly because all the points they were making Mm. mattered to the story. hundred percent. I particularly like that. They were like highlighting how they had that match at double or nothing. And MJF looked him in the eye and gave him some sage advice. And that sage advice was ditch all of your friends because they are going to hold you back. Mm. And Joe was like, you know, I I thought it was going to do like, don't do it for the fans or anything. I was like, no, ditch your friends. You could just do this on your own. And he's like, and you know, you stuck with them, but how did that work out for you? It's yeah. a good
1: point. Luchasaurus turned on him. Christian Cage turned, turned on, on him.
2: Marco Stunt left. And he was like, now you're starting with Hook. Where do you think that's going to go? Yeah. Already planting that seed within him to be like, I don't know why you would trust that guy. Max was, was, right,
1: Max was right to an extent. Absolutely. But Jungle Boy, Blue Eyed Babyface, which can sometimes be frustrating, but I felt like they balanced the line very well. He was like, no, I'm going to do this my way, the blue eyed baby face way, who keeps people who will
2: obviously turn on me because I'm a moral person. Hey, it worked out well for Sting all those years. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he had a point where he was making that like, there are times where I wish I could wake up and be like you, mm. that I could just ditch my friends, like I could just be a narcissistic piece of s." The crowd's like, a piece of s, piece of s," He said, but I can't do that. But I'm going to beat you for that title anyway.
1: It it was a really good build to that line, and he yeah. also had another I, bit
2: in it. Sorry, when I wake, sorry, I remember what it was now. I'm going to beat for that title, and when I wake up with that title, I'm not going to hate myself like you do, mm.
1: which is a very nice callback to the CM Punk MJF feud. And
2: I, what I really liked from that is that MJF sold that because MJF does hate himself. Mm. We saw a lot of this during the Danielson feud does hate himself and you could see that selling into his face and then all of a sudden like the mask went right back up and Mm. he was like back to mjf look everyone jungle boy finally cut a good promo Mm. back to that mjf tactic really really good stuff yeah of good because it was it was
1: punk wasn't it who first said i look at look in the mirror and, and ask if i'm the good guy yeah and max has sort of echoed that and then it's echoed here such good writing yeah. It's great riding this. To foreshadow the CM Punk's coming. Yes, back. did nothing wrong. Uh, and then the the line that pushed everyone over the edge was uh, MJF said, Jungle Boy's girlfriend, Anna J said that he was weak between the knees. Yeah, because he's a, he's a weak person mm. and he's weak between the legs. And he's got erectile dysfunction. Yeah. So the, that started a brawl. JB got the better of it. So Max, you know, really made Jungle Boy look good. And, and in the promo as well, Max really put over Jungle Boy. That first fight they had was like, I respect you. Such a good match. I, I realized in that moment that we will be feuding for the rest of our careers. Yeah, you That's re- how
2: good you are. And you were really, really hammering home the point that Jungle Boy should have won that match.
1: Because
2: hmm. Hmm? that was your argument with Jungle Boy should have won. Because it should, the story that she tells is that Max cannot beat Jungle uh, Boy. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that would have been good. <laughs> and been then you do it here. You'd have done it here. I am... So excited for next week's episode. Yes! Next week's episode of Dynamite is in Long Island. It's in NJF's home. It's in his backyard. And I hope they do a four pillar segment in Long Island because the heat that the other three will get.
1: I feel like my heart
2: is Long Island.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, because we, we all really do love Max. Yeah. And just, just once or twice a year, we just want to cheer him. Just give us that. It's a release. It's a cathartic release to recognize how an awesome heel
2: he is. Yeah, it's going to be so good. Uh, yeah. Uh, what do you think they'll do? Well, apparently they're doing an MJF Day celebration. <laughs> so I'd imagine the four pillars interrupt like they did with the Rebar Mitzvah. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I hope they re because one of the slight critiques we have for the Rebar Mitzvah, great segment overall, but maybe they didn't fulfill the full potential of the Rebar Mitzvah idea. Yes. Uh, hopefully they do that next week, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, and that's the first... Like, there was also a 2.0 acclaim segment where 2.0 were trying to get them into the JAS. Yeah. Yeah, but fun bit, though. Fun bit. The, the video... Very, very well shot. ...was very fun. And that was the first hour of the show. That's with, it. With the Blackpool Combat Club stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, like that hour is 98%. Great. Great stuff. Brilliant stuff. Um. After that, so after we had all the Blackpool Combat Club stuff, Danielson's return, we had the guns sitting down for an interview. They put over the titles versus careers match for next week against FTR. Yeah,
2: Thanks was very salty about Brian Alvarez's uh, thoughts on this because no. Brian Alvarez was like, what was the point of any of this?" It's like <laughs> I don't see why they turned this into a story. And yeah, like they're they've either resigned or their contracts were never going up in to, to begin with. No one buys this as a story whatsoever. Uh, and Dax was very upset about that on his podcast, by yeah. all accounts. Okay. I'm not,
1: I'm not, I, I, I am like, this is one of those stories where I'm like, I can't wait till we're on to the next thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah me, me too. Uh, Orange Cassidy did have
2: a match. He defended against Butcher in a really decent match. Really enjoyed this. And it told a very effective story as well, which mm. is, Orange Cassidy has when is when's he gonna break? He's defending that title all the time in very grueling matches. And even at the end of this one, he had to resort to means that are kind of outside colouring outside of those Orange mm. Cassidy lines in order to get the win. And they were like, you know, he was laying there, he had the title, but he was a beaten and broken man. They were like, I I think he's being pushed to the limit with the amount of defenses he has in him. So the way it played
1: out was even though Blade was ejected from ringside early on for interfering. Blade snuck in behind the ref's back, hit Orange Cassidy with a crowbar, Crowbar. and Butcher got a near fall on him. And then the best friends come down. They start beating up Blade. And when Butcher is out the ring, Chuck, I think it was Chuck E.T., got the crowbar and hit Butcher with it. Butcher gets back in the ring, and, and then Orange Cassidy wins
2: off of that. Yeah, the beach break.
1: Yeah, and yeah, the commentators really focused in on that's not usual for Orange Cassidy. Yeah. So hopefully not a heel turn. That would be no, disastrous. No, 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 no. But just telling this idea, probably building to an
2: actual big storyline challenge. Yeah. Like he has now got his ultimate challenge, his mm. ultimate defense that he's got to make. Who Who would you do that with? Oh. Oh my God! I've got it. Pack. I was going to say Pack. He's not been on TV for a while. That's the you know. We're a few years removed from their revolution match. He won the title off of PAC as well. PAC coming back to challenge him for the belt. I'd be in for that. Mm.
1: we got a Jade Cargill promo. <laughs> They've got a legal processor now, uh, and she is going to try and serve Ty Valkyrie papers to stop using the, the jaded move.
2: I thought this was the angle we did last <clears> week. <throat>
1: Juice Robinson kind of promo on Action Andretti. He's got a match against him on Rampage. Oh,
2: Sammy's got got a different match then. I kept saying that Sammy was having a match with Action Andretti. I think that happened like three weeks ago. Hmm. I think Sammy's in action on Friday then.
1: We had Ruby Soho versus Willow Nightingale, which was effectively the same match as last week with Tony Storm versus Sky Blue getting over the homegrown AW talent in defeat like a really good match really good match and and the
2: crowd are super into nightingale i thought willow sold her disappointment in ruby so so well that's the great thing about willow nightingale she is an incredible affable baby face and the look i just crestfallen yeah that she was standing on the other side of the ring with her i'm i mean i'm i'm not i don't like to beat this drum too much but I actually would have liked a video package. Uh, just a quick one to uh. highlight because they were then talking about how they had that street fight against uh, JAS and I was like, "Oh yeah. Oh, I'd have been so cool to have like shown some of that and shown the relationship they had as a tag team to just really mm. emphasize the emotion and drama around this match."
1: Yeah. Yeah, th- that's a good that's a good point. I think Willow's facials in general. I I mean, I don't want to say anything too hyperbole based. But she's so sincere. It's like NXT Bailey.
2: Yep, it's exactly what it's like.
1: Not to that level. Nope. No, but maybe not. she can get to that level. Yeah. It's the same tone. Cause it's very hard to to be affable. Yeah. As a really blue-eyed baby face. And whatever strain it is, she's got that. Unfortunately, there is a big critique here. Bring out some backup. Yeah, I
2: thought we did this angle last week.
1: Yeah, the 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 fact that the the baby faces have not learned to bring two of your mates down to face the outcasts who will have two of their mates and they will interfere and spray paint you green, it's just making me go. Well, you're you're done now. But- and Rio and Sky Blue were backstage. They Red- didn't even do anything. They are ready with the pipe. They didn't even write them off as, oh, yeah, but they were attacked or blah, 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 blah. That's why they're not here. And the real big thing here, and it did work because it got a huge pop, was Jamie Hayter making her return after a couple of weeks. has been Visa issues to make the ultimate save. And then they do the visual sell on her versus Rio for next week. Can't wait for that match. But that means you got two instances of saves. If you had Rio and Sky Blue down there from the start and the... Uh, Ruby, not not Tony Storm, Ruby got the win because of some distraction and then everyone's brawling, but the outcasts cheat, so they're on top and they're beating them down, they're beating them down, the crowd are booing. Then Jamie Hader's music hits. That's how you book that angle.
2: Yeah, that's cha-
1: that's quite template.
2: Champion comes out to save her challenger for next week. Yeah, as well as the others, and to run off the outcasts. Yes, that would have made sense to me. But the, but having two entrance save spots, it it does slightly take the edge off the second one, particularly because we did the reho save spot. Yes. last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I was. <laughs> I would say that is a very valid critique of this segment. But it was a very, very good match. Mm-hmm. Uh, and thank you to the chat. Takeshta is who Sammy's wrestling. Oh, cool. Rampage. Oh, that'd be good. Um, another loss for Takeshta though, probably. Well, maybe you'd imagine so, yeah. But you've got to rack up those losses first, <laughs> It worked He's out- got a win though. I was about to say it worked out well for the gun club, but they kept winning.
1: Uh we got a Hobbs promo. Totally different from QTV. Yeah, I prefer this.
2: Much prefer <laughs> Much this. prefer this. Nothing against QT. Yeah, his new finish is very snazzy. Mm. But I prefer this for Hobbs. It's
1: just two different acts. And AEW <laughs> are telling me they're the same act. I'm like, no, they're no, not. No, they're not. <laughs> they're totally Stop different. gaslighting me, Tony. <laughs> they're not the same thing. Uh, the, the other thing, for, for so for the main event now, Adam Cole making his much-anticipated, long-running long, long running return, 280 days or something out uh, because of the multiple concussions he had, take on Daniel Garcia. And th- there are some rules in wrestling, like I just talked about then, that you don't do sp- sp- the same spot after the same spot, particularly after you did one of those spots the previous week. It's just diminishing returns. There's also this rule where, and you can break the rule, there are exceptions, but generally you have the baby face. Enter second because the heel comes out, they heal it up, the crowd boo them, they're excited to see the baby face. That, what, that way makes the Adam Cole entrance bigger. Yeah. But Adam Cole came out first. And yeah. I was just like, oh, I, oh, that's... I was kind of hoping for this to be a really big, anticipated cut the... The atmosphere
2: in the arena with a knife. It made me think that Garcia had already made his entrance. Yeah, and we we're like, and it cut to ringside, and we're like, and his opponent's already at ringside, Daniel Garcia. But yeah. no, Garcia got his full entrance seconds,
1: and that that just it set the tone for what was unfortunately a pretty underwhelming
2: return match. It's, it was what it needed to be. It, it reminded me of, and this is I mean, a very big comparison to make, and I don't fully agree with this, but it, it kind of reminded me a little bit of the Punk-Derby match. That Punk-Derby match is very, very good, but the crucial point of it is it, it was exactly what it needed to be. Punk came out, he got worked over by Derby, and he made his comeback, and he hit his big spots, the spots that people wanted to see, and he won. It was just almost like that is everything it needed to be. It didn't need to be anything more. It didn't need to be anything less. This was sort of what it needed to be. It was story based around the neck. Like he took two pile drivers and had to sort of like they were telling a very harsh story. of Like, oh, how can he possibly come back from this? You know, with all the concussions. What a valiant baby face. He was like, this, was, I bought this more than I did uh, Triple H's one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jericho match at WrestleMania X8. And then he hit the Panama Sunrise. He Dropped the boom and he won. It's not what I would have done, though. That's 15 minutes, by the way. Yeah. Adam Cole hit about three, three moves. moves. And I, I would have done more. Mm. This was what it needed to be. Adam Cole came back, he got his entrance, he hit his moves and he won. Problem was, is that there was also a long period of time of just being beaten down. And he didn't look all that great coming out of it. And also, like, other thing he needed to do was set up his next feud. I, I don't think I'm <laughs> i I'd, I'd like to be excited about it, but I've, I've seen some of... I've seen what happens when you fall into the Jericho vortex.
1: The The referees stop the match a lot as well. A lot of checking on Cole's condition and... I
2: that's story, I, and I, sorry, sorry mm. to cut you off there. It's an all-access cell, and a lot of the all-access cell is Adam Cole's injury. So I guess you want to kind of highlight that and really play that up in the match, because that then plays into the story they're going to be telling in the show that's coming directly afterwards. Mm. So what it reminded me of, because I agree
1: on paper, this makes utter sense, total utter sense. Uh, He's coming back after a year, hasn't been able to train either because of the nature of the concussion. There will be ring rust. Um, You want to lean into the idea of the, the bad head injury stuff, pile drivers, play on the sympathies that way. But he also said that he was going to make a statement. This is meant. I, I thought this was going to be the re, the debut, really, of babyface prime Adam Cole. And I, what I want from that is freaking awesome, all the spots, super kicks, great Adam Cole. Yeah. But what I felt like it compared to more was Daniel Bryan's WrestleMania return match. Well, great comparison. Well, we all wanted to see just Bryan be Brian Prime again and destroy everyone. But what we got was Shane McMahon wrestling a handicap match against Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens for 15 minutes. Yeah. And then Brian came in and hit a few spots where, hey, we're like, well, I'm glad he's back. <laughs> and that's what I'm left with here. I'm very glad Adam Cole's back. Yeah. He's, he's an amazing wrestler. I'm so glad that the, the concussions that he had or the head injuries he had will not make him retire. And they, they made a big deal of it. They had the confetti down when he won. Britt Baker came down and gave
2: him a little smooch. And because she's a very pivotal point of all access. Mm. So like this this was a match. This felt less like a match to have a returning wrestler and more like a match to be an advert for a reality show that is coming on directly afterwards. And that mm. is not what I would do with your Adam Cole return match. Yeah.
1: And, and yeah, so... so there's that. I mean, it's not really anything to go into because it was just Garcia working over Cole for 10 minutes. Yeah, two. I mean, the pile drivers were cool. Yeah. Don't see those often. Pile yeah. driver in the first minute. That's a really
2: cool spot. And it was cool to see Adam Cole I was about to say wrestle again, but we didn't see him. It was cool to see Adam Cole do his entrance again <laughs> yeah. and, to, and to hear that theme. And the streamers were lovely. And yeah, the, the final bullet point to this is Chris Jericho came out to help Daniel Garcia. And as he's walking up the ramp, this went. Never looked at him in the eye. Never looked at him in the eye, just sort of did a little look over his shoulder, walked up a little bit more, stopped, another little look over his shoulder, and then walked up. So that sets up Cole versus Jericho, likely for double or nothing. Yeah, so
1: in two months.
2: Well, yeah, but you know, it's fine because they'll not have the rematch at All Out You know, in September. He's got to beat every single member of the JAS. Are you telling me you're not looking forward to Adam Cole versus Jake Hager?
1: I am oh, I can't wait for... For Adam Cole versus Daniel Garcia again, with Sammy Guevara <laughs> shouting advice at, at ringside. Yeah. Adam it, Cole and Hangman maybe versus 2.0?
2: Whoop-de-doo. Who uh, won't be involved in Elite stuff? Mm, It'll be Adam Cole and um, probably Action Andretti. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But still, cool entrance things. Glad he's back. Glad he's back.
1: Glad he's back. <laughs> <laughs> I also say so what I've seen of of All Access as well, I don't think this is the show that's gonna do anything for AEW. It's gonna it's gonna interest a portion of the AEW existing audience. I yeah. cannot see this breaking out into
2: introducing new people to AEW like a total diva that's did. it this is not going to be total divas <clears throat> or total bellas because i think you have to have an interest in the inner workings of wrestling mm-hmm. to find the interest in it because apparently like Britt baker goes off on one about how she doesn't respect thunder rosa and stuff and because it's reality tv it's like well that probably is about as much of a work as doing a wrestling show is so what this ends up being is less total divas or total bellas and the TN it's it's more the TNA one that we used to get that came mm. like an hour after or <coughs> half an hour after Impact finished. Not I explosion. I was trying to think, think what it was called as well, but it's the one where Hulk Hogan when like mm. I don't know why these people are complaining about finding over fake belts and trying to be like, oh, it's so cool and it's real mm. and edgy. And I was like, this is as much of a work as anything else is because all reality TV shows are work. So I don't see what the point of this is, but like I said way back when, when they announced the show, the big plus point here is this shows that AEW still have a very good relationship with Warner mm-hmm, Discovery mm-hmm. which was what a lot of people were concerned about after the merger new people come in it's not the same heads that signed the uh, signed the deals in the first place so we may find ourselves on rocky ground this is what killed WCW that was like you know the big panic worry but all we've seen since the merger is Warner Brothers Discovery are very much behind Dynamite mm-hmm. and they've just granted them another new show <clears throat> and there's maybe posi- another one and possibly on another exactly so like they have got a very very strong relationship that's the big positive for me when i think about all access mm. but i'm not gonna watch it watch some clips i'll see some clips people will oh, share yeah. it online and I'll, I'll catch up on highlight form in twitter videos that are 40 seconds long or gifs that have got subtitles on them.
1: I gave this episode 90%. Great I believe. show. 90 or 91.
2: Yeah, four out of five show for me. Really it, enjoyed
1: it. It's a shame we're ending on sort of what was what was a bit underwhelming because that first hour is top, top tier programming yeah, for wrestling. I loved it. Uh, we've got no Patreon shoutouts. We've done them all for this month, but please, anyway, go over to patreon.com forward slash Wrestle
2: Talk and check out our offerings like our review of WrestleMania X8. Yeah, we just dropped a little bit of a nuggets from what you can expect from there when we talked about our thoughts on that Chris Jericho Triple H mm-hmm. match. You loved it, didn't you? Really liked it. <laughs> Not as much as you, you think I did going
1: by yesterday's WrestleMania. but <laughs> I, I enjoyed I,
2: it. I was talking about that main event specifically, <clears throat> yeah. but the show itself is a very good WrestleMania. Mm. Wow. It's a good WrestleMania. There's a couple of good matches on there. Ric Flair Undertaker. Love it. It's so much better than you think. (laughs) Uh, But that's available now. on Patreon. It's three hours and 33 minutes as a podcast. And that is just one of about 50 plus of these shows that we've done now. We have done one every single month for like the last five plus Mm. years, six years maybe. We have done a pay-per-view review that's about two to three hours long every single month. And there are fun clips in there and everything like that. It's a... more of a produced show than this is because Mm. these those won't get taken down by wwe um so go over then check those out as well as all the other bonus content you get over at patreon.com forward (laughs) talk.
1: Uh, But for now, last call for Omega Chats. WrestleTalk.com forward slash support. Please send them in there. Harrison Earl says makes no sense for Moxley to align with Callus. He was ready to murder Regal for costing him the title and shouldn't have a different reaction to Don. Also, Danielson has gone home to the BCC and kicking people's effing heads in. Sublime. Yes, people did say that, didn't they? Is he going home to the Blackpool Combat Club or is he going home to his family? But also, I
2: actually agree with Harrison there. You know, he Callis did cost him the title mm-hmm. way back when, when he mm-hmm. first aligned with Kenny. Yeah.
1: Uh, don't mind me, I'm at work. Says, forget MJF. The real reign of terror is Chris Jericho's vortex, pulling in any hot act in AEW to elongated feuds and spits them out significantly less over than they were before. He can't keep getting away with
2: this. I don't know. I'm sure Adam Cole versus Juice Robinson will be just as good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we haven't got your name this person, so please get in touch with the mods and we'll give you a shout-out. It's a fault with Streamlabs that handles the chats that come in. Let's be real, guys. Tell me how excited you are for MJF to come back home next week, and for all those non-bacon, egg-and-cheese-eating bozos to get booed out of the building.
2: They all, um, what veggies are they? Non-bacon,
1: egg-and-cheese... I don't understand, because I doubt MJF. I I don't know how strictly... Jewish he is, but you shouldn't eat pork if you are oh, maybe, yeah. a devout Jewish person. Yeah. So, d- are the are the other four pillars also?
2: Well, or, or are the they, are they? they just vegetarian? Because you can't eat eggs and cheese if you're vegetarian. I guess so. I think I'm confused
1: by the insinuations <laughs> of this comment. Hot tag.
2: Thank you very much. Uh, BM Whitehouse says, I cannot wait for Bound for Glory later this year when CM Punk <laughs> debuts in the one company whose bridge he has not burned yet, which will cause Ollie to start reviewing Impact with Stephen Larson or Dan as a result of it. That would make me do it. Uh, Harry Iverson says hey guys Geordie bus driver here and it's my birthday today happy birthday just want to say keep up the amazing work menu was great yesterday can't believe Pete and Ollie have the same birthday (laughs) I'm back working for the airport so maybe I'll have another Rusev hey hopefully so look forward to it Mr. Higglesby <coughs> saying it's a lovely time with the lovely boys. Hope you had a wonderful birthday, Ollie. Thank Luke, you. any update on cutscene? Thoughts on Shibata and Utah coming up? We'd also love to hear Tempest thoughts as well. If you could pass those along, hope you all have a wonderful day.
1: But talking about it earlier with him with the Ring of Honor show, uh, I think we're all going to try and make time to watch it this weekend. Well, you Just and don't I know when.
2: you and I are here at the weekend. So yeah,
1: I'll watch it Sunday day.
2: Yeah, because we're doing the, well, I'm doing the live reactions and you and I are doing the podcast. So we'll be in the office together, so maybe we can find some time to mm. watch it together. Comfy beanbag, oh, chairs. comfy beanbag chairs
1: uh but yeah uh Tempest is very excited about yeah. Shabana and Yuta uh, In- and
2: cutscene cutscene the first episode is released next Friday next Friday is the launch of cutscene we might have something special going happening on Wednesday that is TBC but the official launch is on Friday next week the perfect Super Mario Brothers that never happens so check that out uh, Charles Berg says, um, just hope it's understood that I'm actually five <laughs> for eight and worth way less money. Well, I don't know. The amount you chat in, Charles. <laughs> uh, Sheldon Jackson here says, not sure if you've heard, but ESPN in America is going to announce what matches are taking place on what night for WrestleMania oh. this morning.
1: Smart move. Get some publicity out there yeah. by giving news exclusives. Exclusives. To big sports networks oh and also the news is finally posted hey you can go and watch my AEW review now it, and Luke's news it only took nearly three hours for it to <laughs> process uh, but thank you very much everyone for joining us here today uh, please subscribe to this channel go over and watch the news right now please it helps us out That's I've been Oli Davis this has been Luke going DAD jam that jam jam
2: that jam everyone